This week in Hexgrid Hangouts, I'm joined by someone I initially met last year during a charity Twitch stream. Since then, we've chatted a fair bit, and now on top of all the cool gaming they do on their own Twitch stream, they're a player in one of my playthroughs of the Fly Free or Die Starfinder Adventure Path. Welcome to the show, Eclipse. Hi, uh, it's it's great to be on. So glad we were going to get to do this. Uh, you're one of my players, we played a little bit, so before we get into your very impressive uh, streaming schedule, I'd like to know more about you. What got you into gaming and geek stuff and all that? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I, I guess to start, I've always been sort of, uh, uh, my, my parents, uh, you know, got me into fantasy and sci-fi and stuff like that, and then um, <clears throat> I would say probably summer of like 2016, 2014, it's, it's, it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, played sort of back when it was just the first three books, uh, some D and D five E at my, uh, local library. And then I was kind of just like hooked and then slowly, you know, went from playing with some online friends and then, uh, I don't want to get too much into it, but they turned out to be kind of like reactionary weirdos. So mm. <laughs> I started playing with some other people mm -hmm. and then those people introduced me to like, uh, you know, like interstitial and mm -hmm. uh, Blades in the Dark and like all these indie games. And so that's mostly what I play these days. To uh, a greater or lesser extent, that seems to happen a lot. I wonder if there's anyone that plays with their original group that got them into it because uh, uh, I, I don't have the time or energy to conduct an actual uh survey at all but it's 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 a lot of that like oh yeah my first gr group they got me into it they got my feet wet they got me you know comfortable playing and oh boy did i abandon them as soon as i could <laughs> so wild yeah okay what i think there's a bit of uh it's new it's it's uh i can't think of the word it's 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 a new thing when you're first starting out so you know, you pick who 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 taught you, yeah. but then, you know, after that, you can kind of decide who you actually want to play with. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, your found group, not not the group you were born into. Right. Uh, excellent. So, uh, uh, your family was into the in, into the fantasy sci-fi. So, like, what are your like your big touchstone things that you draw, like reference and like you know that 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 like if I were to make a I don't know if mood board is still being used, but like if there, if, if we were to like look at the DNA of Eclipse's gaming geeking style, what would be like the big ones for you? Um, well, I adore Star Wars. That's mm -hmm. that's the first one that mm -hmm. I, you know, I was I was, <clears throat> you know, because I'm only 22. Mm -hmm. So when I was, uh, you know, when I was growing up, it was mostly the prequel stuff. And then you know, when I was around like 13, 15, I started going back and watching the the original saga and then the prequels the, the sequel stuff came out mm -hmm. so i've had a lot of <clears throat> star wars stuff and i think that influences me a lot mm -hmm. um and then i would say s sadly harry potter like <laughs> yeah you hate to see it, it uh, it's it's very difficult like just just today i don't i as a rule i try to stay off my personal facebook because it's just uh family that anyway uh the, the people i was a child with <laughs> and was obsessed with harry potter with are my cousins 
and uh, I see them very animated, uh, you know, sharing every link about everything about this new project by HBO. They're sharing everything but the stuff that they need to be knowing about. And I'm just like, I, I can't like, I can't comment, because if I comment, I'm going to start a flame war. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know, I'm, yeah. I can't help any of you. I'm just going to let you cook, and then when you see what I feel and think about stuff then that'll just be a nice little treat for you that, you know, it's, it's so difficult. Yeah. Like I, I see people with patron, we don't have to turn this into people know where we're coming from about the, <laughs> the, the Harry Potter mess. So yeah, it, it's, it's a very specific kind of hurt to, <laughs> to, to, to heal from. So that's, that is unfortunate. Yeah. And like the second half of the series is just genuinely not very good. No, um, no, it's really not. It's it, it was like I I went back before I found out that J.K. was a, a transphobe. Um, I wouldn't even call her a turf at this point. Just straight up transphobe. Yeah. Like I'm reading, I'm like okay, you know, I get it, and and I'm a little older, so you know, some of the the shine has come off a bit. I'm like, he's he's not a great hero. He's not a great person. If he would just I mean, this is true with most dramas and stories. Like, if the lead would just shut the fuck up. Just, just like, n n most of this isn't necessary. And it's and it feels so contrived when, now that I'm a little older, I can see, like, uh, uh, in inferences and uh, influences in uh, the, the story. I'm like, okay, I know, I, I can see a little bit where you're going with this even before. And like, oh, you're, you have this scene and it's just like it was it's just not great but i mean i guess i mean power rangers is arguably not great and i i still have that very near and dear to my heart so i mean i guess it's kind kind of the i mean that's a special case but like it's it's just like you know the, the stuff you came up with is not at all as as precious <laughs> when uh shown uh shown under a, a a better light yeah absolutely and then i would say like the the real thing that i grew up with the real thing that grew up with me i would say is adventure time um mm. that series you know started out like very you know very much pendleton ward trying to like evoke childhood and so that was really you know good for me when i was you know 9 10 11 mm -hmm. and then by the time I was, you know, 1920, the series ended and the main character had like, didn't have a sword anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, had been fully turned into this like peaceful creature. And so, sorry, I'm tearing up a bit. Cause like, <laughs> no, no, please. Uh, I think you're one of the first uh, person to tear up uh, <laughs> in this podcast. So no, yeah. it, it means and full disclosure, like I'm familiar with it. I haven't, watched it but the the people that tell me like that is their thing your reaction is very much in line with it like it's so important what what it does for people uh dealing with identity and just growing up like i i wish i i had this growing up because what i had growing up was harry potter i'm i'm 32 so yeah. i was i was 11 when i first read uh, sorcerer stone so I grew up with that little asshole and uh, like there are things that still as, as not great as they are, like 
they hit me. And it's not even like the big stuff with Hedwig and in uh, Dobby, like like stuff uh, the, the stuff about uh, j- just this will be my last reference to Harry Potter this episode, I promise. But uh, him dealing with uh, the, the fear that everyone hates him and is you know they they don't trust him. Uh, five and six, book five and six, uh, like that. I was dealing with that a lot because, like you know, people were doing things and it it was it was too close to what was not in the fantasy area. But like, I would get choked up when I would you know read about like oh I'm going to set off on my own you know they're just trying to protect me and they can't uh, Dumbledore not looking at him like I had I I don't this is my, I'm done with it. But, like, still, I got choked up he- reading through all that crap. It's not crap. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, your, your, your tears at Adventure Time are incredibly valid. I, I think, like, something, and I, I've, I've, I've kind of been, like, slowly, like, incorporating all this, like, the way that I feel about narrative and the way that I try to feel about, like, my own life is that, like, I'm not a very angry person. I, I don't get angry at people very often um and so for me it's like i whenever i i whenever it's possible i try to look at the world through a lens that sees malice as non-existent and 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 desperation as the main cause for for most you know most problems um and so i think that kind of ties into how i view both my own life how i view you know how I how I criticize ex- existing fantasy, um, you know how how I even contextual like the character that I'm playing in in our Starfinder campaign is a very vengeful person. I think I think three believes in malice, um, but you know how I contextualize my my player characters from me, and then also you know how I build worlds and how I build campaigns. That's that's incredibly emotionally mature. That's I, I've. I, I play with that uh, a level of that where like you know you, you know Don's initial reaction is this and then you know when I have time to sit with something like okay let me let me let me peel back the layers because I am an angry person <laughs> I I, mm-hmm. I do a good job of being incredibly friendly and uh not not push it down but just like not focus on the anger until you know I let it slip and I'm subtweeting on twitter all morning today um but but that's that's incredibly awesome to to have that and to see beyond just just the malice and that's a that's just a perfect word just see beyond that that's great yeah i i think i think it's uh i mean like it's it's i i also like sometimes i get upset right like sometimes i'm just irrational and like i'll say things that i don't mean to say Mm -hmm. but like i always try to go first from like why is this happening like why what 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 did you know what 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 is wrong here uh instead of like you know how is this person trying to hurt me and i've had people hurt me on purpose before but also those people were desperate yeah like like those people had other things going on um and so like even that isn't really malice it's it's just a different type of desperation okay um so could you give me an example of that in your uh in your in your storytelling in your in your gaming if if i don't want to put you on the spot but it just seems i have i have an example from an existing setting that i could use sure 
So in in my uh in my AP, it's up to you really. Uh there is a being called the Potento. And uh before the last decade, before ten years ago, the Potento wanted to swallow the world. Um but it's because it's an animal and it only has a mouth and a tongue. And so the only thing it can do, the only way it can understand reality is by trying to taste it, by trying to devour it. And then its speaker died and its tongue was was severed and it grew eyes. And now it just wants to see everything. Um, and like, that's not necessarily, I don't even know if like the the previous state to the new state is like, good versus evil or you know evil versus good in this case but like its approach is different its approach is more peaceful i would say um and so that's kind of an example of just like this thing only knows like one you know way of being um there's also uh trying to think of i mean, we haven't fully developed this but there's a there's a faction called composite sphere um who was stealing uh, food and shelter that was supposed to be going to refugees. But they didn't know it was supposed to be going to refugees. They just knew that this like really shitty faction was moving what seemed like surveillance technology uh, south. And so they were, you know, taking it, stripping out the surveillance technology and using it for, you know, their own purposes or to give to other people. Um, and so I, I try to like always think about not just you know what what nihilist like uh there there are big high level villains and it's up to you really there there's the parliament there are the parliamentarians who are um <clears throat> warped you know, beyond belief but even their system of belief is like basically just fascism which like has its not good reasons <laughs> but has its reasons right mm -hmm. um <clears throat> But I would also say they're probably like the most like nihilist, like they're they are uncaring of like the needs of of you know the average person. Mm -hmm. um, like that's probably the greatest evil that I see. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So so overall, I just I, I try to think about like <clears throat> not just here's an archetype trying to do a thing for no reason. I try to think in here's a character or a group or a faction doing these things because they need something. Love it. No, that's great. And the, uh, the first example you gave the little bit of adventure time that I have seen, I mean, I'm not going to accuse you of plagiarism, but that sounded like right out of an episode of adventure time. I might've seen where the, the, the transformation of having your different uh, way of perceiving the world, completely changing how you navigate the world. That was Amazing. So you, you mentioned your AP uh, and you, you do like a lot of uh, gaming. So uh, tell me a little bit about um, It's Up to You Really. So It's Up to You Really is a uh, it's actually the first AP of uh, Zombie Survivalist Second Edition, which is a game that uh, Riley Hopkins, uh, Riley Hopkins, Cody Hawley and Nick Walker made. Um <clears throat> People might recognize Riley Hopkins from uh, the Interstitial game, which was a Kingdom Hearts-inspired game, as well as, um, I believe, a 
oh yeah bed bath and bionicle like there there's a whole list of podcasts that that uh that they've done yeah but, the, um, the name definitely rung a bell when you said it so okay yeah uh and, and on reading that game i was just like so inspired by like the vision that it had of a very sort of 2010s animated series style like tabletop game that's also in a zombie apocalypse like you know kind of a almost a little bit of a dig at like the last of us 2 mm-hmm. uh for being kind of this like edgy post-apocalypse and it's like no you can have a post-apocalypse where like your arm is a gun and like you you like flirt with everyone you see and like <laughs> uh you know your your dad is a big lion or whatever like you can just do whatever you want um and so part of it's up to you really is uh uh that sort of vibe of just like yeah like (laughs) we just kind of do what's fun Mm. um we don't really care too much about genre or or like you know technology level it's really just about um having fun and then there's there are elements of like uh you know like cosmic horror and body horror that we play with that are really fun there's a character who has a scar uh made of like this like divine amber on her eye and so she like constantly has like these visions and like weird sensations um and uh yeah it's 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 very fun uh our last two discs or seasons were about uh, a group from a place called prime square which is this big like kind of like suburban area surrounding this like cube that uh that that like creates agricultural uh what do you call it like uh the stuff that you use to like make soil better okay yeah uh i used to know the term i grew up in the middle of cornfields of yeah yeah the uh the fertilizer yes fertilizer <laughs> yeah um and and in the first season they go on an, an adventure to get a new banjo for their uh friend banjo pete um and in the second season they uh help uh a uh a, a sort of storied swordsman named Lathun to uh go find his ex-wife so they can go to another dimension and uh he can spend his last moments with his like ascended matron goddess daughter um and uh in the third season which we have not started yet which will be starting on February 20th um it's going to be uh in a train, the last train of the Govan Revolution, which is, uh, you know, rapidly approaching the end of the line, and there are beasts and 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 sort of uh, enemies approaching the train and eating up the tracks as they go behind them, hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it's just like a really wacky train, and it should be very fun. Excellent, and. Uh... So uh, one of the many reasons I wanted to have a chat with you is you are probably the only person in my little group of people. I, I, uh, I mean, I, I try to get out there and know people. You are a VTuber. So, so is this, are you this, uh, is this using the VTuber persona or like, like maybe let me back back up and, uh, (laughs) because I don't want to jump the gun too far about like 
So I did look it up. Uh, so I do know what <laughs> it is, but could you tell me a little bit about um, VTubing and what got you uh, into doing that? Yeah. So, God, I need to go way back because, because like the, the 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 chain of events that leads me to doing this is like really complicated. We, we have time. Yeah. So, please. no, this is great. Uh, around the end of the uh, new atheist movement, um, I <clears throat> started watching uh, some of the like early BreadTube people, and that got me into Twitter, and then. I I think I made friends with some people, like some some trans leftist people, and then that got me involved with like uh a a podcast which I uh video games were better. That's what it was called. Mm. And one of the hosts of that, uh, it was Chloe, who I still follow, and Rosie, who is now my friend. And I did not know Rosie, but Rosie kept <clears throat> like every once in a while I was like, Hey, does anyone want to do like TTRPG stuff? Just I think specifically we did interstitial. Mm -hmm. And I played as an Enderman nice. <laughs> for Minecraft. Yeah, and uh, uh, so so I've been friends with Rosie for like a couple years now. And Rosie, uh, one of her artist friends, uh, uh, Paprika, uh, started doing VTubing. And so one day, I I forget why, but I was kind of vaguely familiar with Paprika at this point. And I sent them a DM and I was like, hey, uh, how much would it cost for me to uh, like like for you to do like a model for me? Mm -hmm. And they were like, hey, I'm making a group of VTubers. I'll oh. do it for like a huge discount. Um, I was like, OK, <laughs> and, and that's pretty much how it happened. Like I, I was interested in it. I didn't really know much about it, but like now I like I do it for pretty much every stream I'm debuting on the 21st. Mm -hmm. So like I'm. I'm like doing it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, when you, you said just a moment ago about how uh, the third disc of uh, uh, it's up to you really is February 20th. So the next day you're going live. So that was a another thing that I wanted like, okay, I want you to get on here. Tell me about this. And uh, you know what meager audience the podcast has. I, I don't have any grand illusions about it. It's, it is what it is. We're having fun and I'm learning as a, uh, performer and storyteller so so a vtuber uh so rather than streaming with a camera on you you have and uh please correct terminology if it's incorrect you have a uh animated avatar uh mimicking your mouth movements yeah so it's it's a 2d avatar uh it's actually so the way that it's made is there's a 2d uh I guess it's a PSD. It's a, I mean, it probably starts as a dot clip file because it's made in Clip Studio Paint. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> then that image is taken into uh, Live 2D, which is which is a program used for for this. And uh, then like a series of parameters are made for like you know mouth open, mouth smiling, head tilted right, head tilted left, uh, you know head tilted up, head, head tilted down. Like if I tilt my head up, then my character's hands go like behind her back, but if I tilt it down, her hands like go out. Oh, nice! Um, in like an ape pose. <laughs> Very uh, cool. So, so a little yeah. bit of so. Uh, what was the training like for something like that to to learn to hotkey your body to uh, which sounds 
uh very cyberpunk in a good way uh of like doing to activating bringing this to life um i've had to learn i mean it's it's mostly pretty simple like a lot of the time i'm not really thinking about it i'm just like shaking left or right if i want to like emote or like dance or something Mm -hmm. but like a, a lot of the stuff that i've had to learn is like blinking control and like open mouth speaking because I tend to speak with my mouth very closed Mm -hmm. and that's not very good for uh for facial reading so I've had to learn to speak with my mouth open I I do think it improves my audio quality so that's good (laughs) (laughs) very nice okay cool so so this uh so your is is it called an avatar is there a term People usually use model. Model, okay, uh, cool. Yeah. Okay, so so I've, I've I've seen uh, some of your streams. We, you are extremely busy, and it seems uh, a couple of the times where I'm like, oh, she streaming like I can check it out. I'm like, okay, and then I get like ping like, oh, I have to go do something. So I've seen, uh, seen you use it, and I thought I I dabbled when uh, sometime a few months ago. I got face rig virtual camera thingy yeah face rig yeah and i spent like three hours just playing with uh different faces and i, I kind of thought that was a similar thing you know because i'm at this point i i've gotten over uh some of my aversion to hearing my voice most of my voice but like seeing myself on a stream would still just skeeve me the hell out and uh like i thought oh that's brilliant people can do that if they're you know for any reason, it doesn't have to be any sort of like uh, uh, self-esteem issues or anything. It could just be like, I look much cooler with purple hair, glasses and horns, which is what <laughs> you have. So like, like when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's so cool that people get to express themselves and like, no, th- this is how I do it. And I thought that was kind of uh, kind of the realm of what VTubing is. And since following you and uh uh, the stuff you share, like okay, there is a lot of people doing it this way, and it is extremely dope. Yeah, I've seen some. I've seen some very interesting. Like, there's um, what's her name? Zandra Vandra, I think, or Vandra Zand. It's one of those two. Uh, <laughs> they so they they stream games and they have their VTuber model, uh, like small, and then they also have a video camera of themselves. Mm. But the like the video camera is watch <laughs> is watching them for the the V two. I don't know how how good, their CPU must be really good. Yes, yeah, um, like yeah, my computer started yeah. whimpering just hearing about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. That they, they have a, a regular camera and a video camera. Um, I personally use Perper uh, Studio, although I might swap over to VTube Studio when that comes to Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of options. It's really about figuring out what's right for you. If you have an iPhone, probably VTube Studio on that is going to be best for you. If you, I don't know, if you have a 3D model, Face Rig is best. Uh, mm-hmm. Purper is just for live 2D, which is what I use. Um, I know a lot of people use Vroid uh, for, for their actual models, which is like a 3D modeling software that imports really well into, uh, 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 you know, a number of like capture software mm-hmm. and then also people will import their vroid stuff into vr chat um using unity oh nice 
Okay. But I'm not that advanced. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So uh so February twentieth you have uh the third disc of um if you feel like it. Wait, is yeah it's, uh, no, it's up to you, right? It's up to you really. Yeah. It's up to you really. <laughs> if you feel like it. It's up to you if really. If you feel like it is a very good name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then so the twenty first you're uh you're debuting uh a concert. What's what's that? Because I've been seeing some of that, and uh, my, my rig is not. Uh, it, my rig is best suited for word processing and podcasting at this point, and it's getting too old for that. So I've seen you uh, dabbling with. I don't even know the name of the game, but uh, toying with music creation. So tell me more about that. Yeah. So you might have come in right when I was using Little Big Planet, which I do not usually yes, it use was. for music. Oh, it's okay. very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, so I have a lot of stuff that I've made using LMMS, and, uh, which is a, a synth software, uh, and uh, <laughs> Little Big Planet 3 over the years. Uh, at first, Little Big Planet 3 was out of necessity. Now I'm using it to, to like break the synths in the game and like import them into my existing music because <laughs> um, I think it sounds funny. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, uh, uh, I I'm gonna be doing a variety of uh, vocal covers, um, potentially some ukulele stuff. I still need to make the set list. I have a month, <laughs> but I, I I got that. Yeah. It's fine. Cool. Mostly stuff that I've already done, just because I don't have a lot of time to work on it. <laughs> sure. Uh. So. Uh. So. So. I'm not musically inclined, like at all. I can appreciate what's what you know someone doing cool stuff. I'm like, oh, this sounds good. So. Uh, you'll be you'll be performing this music. What's the lore portion? Yeah, so I've I'm probably gonna do a bit more. Um, I need to sort of create a script for it. Mm-hmm. But I um, one of the things that I I you know knew when I when I got into you know even just having a character was that I wanted to have a you know a backstory. Um, because I know that's something that a lot of people do. Um, and I, I think mine is, I don't, I don't want to like <laughs> overhype myself, but I think mine is, is somewhat unique in that, like, I'm trying to create like a, a whole, like, you know, cosmology for it. And like, you know, kind of, kind of create this like fantastical world. Uh, the, the simple short and simple is that, uh, uh, Darling Demon Eclipse is from the planet Amethyst. Uh, she's a demon who was sent by uh sort of this mysterious matronly figure to go to the planet darling uh which which is where she got her her like uh you know prefix from um Mm -hmm. and put these like ancient beings to sleep these like clockwork lords to sleep so that they don't like take over the rest of the universe um and so like her her like life at this point <laughs> like in, for for all of eternity she just needs to like watch over these ancient slumbering beings and like keep them asleep and like keep them in like content dreams uh and like she's just like playing some video games on the side because she's bored <laughs> that sounds incredibly involved uh i'm obviously people listening know this i'm really big uh fan of the ttrpg scene so you know, this is this is like taking your character times a thousand. Like I, 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 
this you know, all the kudos to you for doing this like i can't i, I can barely scrape by like because i'm always uh hesitant about like oh this is what i'm creating and here's the character you've you're creating an entire identity uh like and then putting it out as this and showcasing this that sounds uh amazing uh that that's I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of that and so you you do this all on Twitch uh do you with with the music stuff specifically are and I don't I don't I'm not really in the Twitch scene but I know that DMCA and music stuff is constantly tricky do you have any like uh fears or concerns about you know here's my thing and then you know getting you know pinged for having it because i've heard some of the the music mashups i guess uh and and i'm like oh those are songs i know I, I i'm always curious when i hear those in a stream or a show i'm like oh i wonder if this is like how you go around or get to being able to use that yeah um so i've actually contacted uh merge records who handles the mountain goats for for some stuff in the past oh, yeah. uh but it wasn't uh I, I basically wasn't able to to like do it uh at that point but mm. uh like essentially the um i the dmca is pretty powerful and like sometimes oversensitive like if you put any rain effect you're gonna get like dmca'd like most rain effects most non Wait, really yeah it's weird i've, I've gotten dmca before for rain um okay so maybe i don't have a full grasp on dmca i thought it was like you can't have three bars of a, and i'm just using him as a reference i'm not suggesting you have him on your thing but a, a kid rock song uh like so like people <laughs> like artists that are particularly litigious like you can't have you know those chords together because it like it's pinged as being whatever uh so it's it's not just music rights the problem is that um there is a because uh <laughs> because like you can make money off of claiming things mm -hmm. there are people who just like mass produce stuff so there is like stuff on spotify that's like jungle rain number 39 and like <laughs> if you if you trigger that sound and I was not using that sound. I was using a, using a different rain sound effect. I'm not sure if I was allowed to use that rain sound effect, but it was not that <laughs> one. I'm certain. Uh, but it, like it got triggered and I lost 12 minutes of audio from a one shot that I did um, because of that. So I'm very careful. Um, I mean, I am. Here's the thing. Covers are weird because I have like 10 people who watch my streams. <laughs> I mean, I have like 150 something followers, but like I have 10 people like at any given time. I have like 10, 10, three to 10 people. So it's mm -hmm. like no one's rights in terms of their content are going to be violated if i like do a ukulele cover of sleepyhead sure. um <laughs> but also like if i were a lot bigger i would be worried more worried about that mm -hmm. um so the thing that i try to do is just like if i'm gonna do a cover or something if i'm gonna do you know my own song even i try to make sure that there's just no like there's nothing like the, the most that i've ever remixed is like there's like a chopped and screwed like reversed high reverb version of the Lego Island hospital theme in Lathoon's <laughs> theme and it's up to you really, but that's literally it. Okay.
So, uh, so, so that requires a lot of effort on your part going into, uh, a session or, uh, performance to like, okay, you know, these are the tools you have. Like you have, it seemed like from what I watched, it seems like you have like a bit of a loadout of like, you know, here's what I'm going to use and here are the effects I'm going to put onto it. Yeah, I, um, there are certain things that I like to use. Uh, I, I like... I like really old sounding synths. I like synths that sound very weird. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I like I like kind of trappy drums, even if the song is not particularly trappy. Like <laughs> you know, like putting putting just a little skip or something, or putting an extra hit somewhere, uh, just because I I feel like it just gives it momentum. Um, and then uh, yeah, I just try to make it you know try to make it fun. Mm -hmm. Try to make it, you know, uh, just generally, like, I sometimes I, I feel like I fail at this, but I try to, like, make sure that my instrumentals are, like, kind of varied, and sometimes I'll just put in an instrument and play, like, one measure with it. <laughs> like, uh, one of yeah. the streams I did see, you were, you were very much uh, experimenting, and I do recall you saying, uh, like, uh, <laughs> uh, I can't remember who was commenting, but uh, they were like, oh, this sounds amazing. And you were like kind of berating yourself. Like, no, no, I, it's too much of this. I need to get more instrumentals. And I'm like, okay, this is beyond my uh, technical understanding, but it's, it's flashy. Uh, it's, it sounds good. And what you are able to weave together sounds entirely unique and it's great. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, are you, do you do, much music outside of uh this like is this is this just like a hobby you just do yeah it, it's kind of just a hobby like i have a soundcloud it's cool emotion but like i started that project i did like one ep and then i kind of stopped because it, it's just <laughs> like when i'm gonna do music i'm gonna do music like I, I can't really hold myself to being like an actual producer sure for this conversation, I did, uh, typically it's just off the cuff, uh, but when we met, uh, it was June of last year, uh, last year at the start of the pandemic, um, well, it was June, so for some, the pandemic hadn't happened yet, ha ha ha, cry, um, <laughs> but, uh, at that time, I was, uh, I was, I wasn't going stir crazy, but like, you know, people were online, people were playing all over, people were doing stuff together. And I, I had this brainwave of like, I want to be way more involved in the TTRPG community. So I was signing up for guest spots, interviews, um, one shots and, uh, RPG e-girl on Twitter was having a charity stream for raising money for the bail project around the uh, George Floyd uh, protests. So uh, I just, I, I, I did quite a bit of like, you know, when did I talk to this person? So I, I volunteered for it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm most knowledgeable about Starfinder. Uh, don't worry if people haven't played, I can guide anyone in any of this and it'll be fun. And then, you know, so, so we had a game. Um, I don't remember Actually, it was probably uh, Fugitive on the Red Planet that we did. Just a, just a quickie Starfinder society scenario. Uh, Pre-written, so I didn't have to, you know, 
pull uh, an adventure out of my ass. But uh, so we did that. I did a couple around the same time, so I wanted to make sure I didn't misattribute groups. But uh, I recall that was one of my first attempts at using Streamlabs, and it was... I'm glad people weren't paying money to, to, to <laughs> watch me fumble with it. But uh, so we played Starfinder. You were in the group one of the more uh, intrigued and like on it. Like you were messaging me about your character ideas. And, and I was like, wow, this is just for a a little a little one shot. And, you know, it's great. I mean, it's, I love that uh, uh, interaction. And then, you know, we, we did it. It was fine. Money was raised, I believe, I hope. Um, and then, you know, it was a different group that I normally interact with. So I didn't stay in connection with, uh, I, I did find out uh, last night, her, she goes by Minty on Twitter. So RPG or E-Girl uh, was, she had a whole lineup that week of different streams doing different things. And I saw Paizo and I know Paizo. So, uh, mm. and then, uh, you know, after we did that, you messaged me, we chatted for a while. Uh, you wanted to play more. Uh, I wanted to play with someone who was interested in playing more. So, uh, we chatted, uh, we, we chat, I'm not, I don't keep track of how I, I chat a lot because, uh, at this point my online, uh, friendships and that are every bit as real to me as in-person relationships. So That's we've weird. been chatting, uh, yeah, right. So, um, then, you know, this AP was coming out and I knew I was going to run it, uh, I was definitely going to play uh, with you. I was going to let the, so about, no, we're in January. So November, the first book of this AP comes out. I'm like, okay, cool. Here's this. And I sent you some of the uh, basic uh, details on it and you liked it. Seemed to, you know, you were like, oh, I could use this and this. And we, we chatted a bit. And then um, uh, I didn't, I put some feelers out and didn't get the uh, cascade that I was expecting. So I'm like, okay, I'll wait for the book to come out for a bit longer and people to get some hype around it. And then, you know, then I'll say I'm running it. And uh, and then you messaged uh, and like, hey, we still doing this. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I will find a group. I will tie five to six people together and we will play this. So uh, you were and are the, the first, uh, like, because the people I got are amazing and I'll get to them. But uh you were like, you were the one asking me. You were the one like, hey, what's the update? I'm like, okay, if I have people wanting me to do something, I got to step up and get this going. So we got a group. Uh, we needed to wait for the holidays and wildness that uh, in, uh, involves uh, out of the way. And we've had, we had a session zero and we've had our first session. Uh, so tell tell everyone about your character. What are you bringing to this uh, space trucker adventure path? Yeah, so I'm playing as three, who is uh, an elf. Um, she wears a cool like Hollow Knight style bug mask, um, and uh, she is a soldier, um, an outlaw. Uh, she used to work in some factories. She's uh, she was alive during the gap um so you know she doesn't remember much about herself uh and and <laughs> she doesn't remember why the like elven you know government is chasing after her mm -hmm. uh 
but uh yeah she she is uh she she didn't get to take a shot uh during our first combat because she's a close range character which (laughs) you know that's how it goes sometimes uh but she's she's kind of just like a cool uh like i would i would say kind of uh maybe a little bit world world weary but not completely cynical uh soldier she has a a plasma blaster that it has mm-hmm. like uh it it has the like what's i forgot what the, the tag is but it's it's like analog so i i flavored it as being like a like a plant rifle <laughs> like, yes yeah uh, yeah um yeah yep and uh, i was thinking actually thinking about that session um uh, uh this isn't any spoilers for the ap but in the first session you you fight some people and uh because this is the first time of me running uh, a full adventure path and this had uh, six people. Uh, Sean uh, decided to take thurs- give himself Thursdays off. So I still had five people, five, and typically it's three or four. And But in my head, I'm like, I have five now. That's a full party. And uh, I was thinking, like, making sure uh, everyone got time to shine. And I was thinking, like, you know, when I was preparing my notes, I'm like, okay, you know, these people did all this fun RP stuff. Then I was thinking of the battle. I'm like, oh no, Eclipse didn't really didn't get to do any badass stuff. But you had one of the most badass attempts. Yeah. Want to <laughs> talk about that a little bit because that that was so cool and uh, so thematic and cinematic. Yeah. So the first fight in the AP involves you being on a truck, in a mm-hmm. truck, around a truck. Um, and so you know my enemies were to the east, and I was on the west. And I wanted to go shoot them, <laughs> so and and my weapon had like a forty foot range, and they were maybe yeah. at like eighty, and mm-hmm. so I get on top of the truck, and I, I try to jump from the truck to the to the boxes that are behind you know trailing behind the truck, mm-hmm. and I fail, <laughs> and I land <laughs> on like the little metal bit that like yep. connects the, the rigs the truck to the to the back end, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I move a bit, and then the fight ends. Yep. Uh, I think uh, typically these these adventure paths call for only four players. So because there's five, um, I think I may be upping not even the difficulty, but just the number. I mean, this is just me, me, Gabby. So I, most of this is just I'm just excited to play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just like you know, because uh, it is so badass. All these varied people, and in the in the rain, you were going to jump across, and it was just like, and then I completely agree, like. Then the battle was over. Uh, <laughs> so I think I may need to add a couple more bodies to the uh, to the skirmishes so everyone can make sure they get some uh, some badass moments. So uh, uh, so yeah, that was only one session. Uh, fun combat. Uh, fun. I mean, some of the most genuine, and I keep saying it in the session, like just the sweetest inter-character moments that I just, I, I fucking love. Um, I'm not turning into a podcast. I'm going to keep saying that too. Uh, and I just, I love everyone, all these strangers coming together. I have, I have you, uh, who doesn't really know anyone that plays. I have one of my players, Eric. I have two podcasters from the galaxy's greatest. So they know each other, Emma and Dan. And then, um, Carrie, uh, when, when she, when I put the, uh, feelers out like okay i need to do this you know i reached out she immediately jumped on uh she's friends with the developer of the game <laughs> so 
Uh, I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, I want everyone to play. I don't, I don't even choose favorites. Like you know, I chose the first five or six people that messaged back. I want everyone to play. And then she's telling me she's talking to uh, Jason Tondro, the developer. I'm like, yeah, I'm telling him about all this. I'm like, oh cool. So once we play, you're going to go report to your friend who is a cool dude. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but like. It instilled in me, like, okay, uh, I can have, you know, my dumb jokes, my bad voices and all that. But I'm like, uh, all these varied people coming together to play as very varied characters. It's just, I'm having, I love my podcast. This isn't to slight anything I do, but having this game where we can all let loose, we can all have fun. And it's just, it's some of the best uh, role playing I've done in years. So It's a good time. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I, I can't express just how awesome it is to have you with all your varied stuff. So uh, let's let's kind of get into your schedule because you have a bit of a full schedule yourself. So, uh, and, and that's, you know, we, we play games together. So uh, you have your, do you have a like a, a Twitch stream, like hard schedule that you do? Or is it just... I'll just let you talk. You tell me about your yeah. uh, weekly schedule for people to follow. It's going to be completely different by the time the podcast releases. Oh, the only okay. Thing. That's fair. Okay, yeah, uh, that's fine. Just talk about what you do on... Because you play a lot of different games. I know some streamers, like, they focus on, like, this is their game. I've seen you play, like, four or five games at this point. Uh, <laughs> and it, it's cool to see. So so what are you playing? I know uh, what I just watched you play... You you played Dark Souls uh, the other night that I saw. Yes. Uh, I would say people who are watching this when it comes out can expect uh, I will be playing Kenshi more. I will be playing... Um, I actually don't know. Wait, yeah, Kenshi. <laughs> and... Because I'm ending Dark Souls 2 temporarily. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the DLC as, like, marathons, because I did that for Dark Souls 1. Um, and then I'm ending my XCOM 2 series, because we're kind of floundering a bit, and mm-hmm. it's not very fun t- to watch, because I'm not very good at it. Uh, Aw. Um, I think I have game. a recording right when you do XCOM, so I haven't seen you play that at all. You have mentioned it uh, in, in Creating 3. You were like, oh, I kind of have this idea for an XCOM kind of person. I'm like, I know what that is. Yeah. Uh, they're, so, they're like an XCOM ranger. Yeah. So, uh, floundering a bit, is it just uh, the game or uh, the the viewership? My characters just keep dying, and oh. like, I'm not good at playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, but yeah, Kenshi, uh, t- to be expected. XCOM 2 will probably be replaced by Crusader Kings 3 with a similar format, where I have a guest every week. Um I'm not sure what that'll be. I, I like is, knowing me. Is, I'll probably start not in Europe. I'll probably start like in the, the steppes or like Africa or something. Okay, so Crusader Kings isn't Age of Empires. Oh no, no. it's not at all. Okay, no, there there was like a Crusadery kind kind of name for uh, Age of Empires two or three that I played. I thought, like, are you playing that? I'll watch. I'll watch the hell out of that. Okay, I'm not familiar with this game. I am. Uh, like five years behind on games i'm i'm one of the few that are doing my daily fallout 76 uh <laughs> uh 
objectives. So uh, a lot of the games, like I, I knew Dark Souls, and I, I knew um, there, there, one of the ones that uh, I, I reached out to you about, the uh, the Dragon, Dragon's with Dogma. The, uh, yes, Dragon's Dogma. Uh, that was one like, oh, I'm. I saw you playing. That. I'm like, I just watched the anime, and I was all excited to like, I know about this, and you very diplomatically told me like, oh no, this is nothing like that. This is, they, uh, and you're right, uh, watching you play it, it was not much at all like the uh, Netflix series. So, uh, is that game over with? For now. I need to okay. do a lot of off-stream grinding so I can beat the, the true form of the final boss of the DLC, and then I think we'll probably be done. I might, hmm, I've considered trying to do blind, blindfolded speedruns of that, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Like, legit blindfold? Yeah, because if I did it, I would immediately get the world record. Don't tell anyone if you're listening to this. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I might try that. We'll see. Awesome! Hell yeah! Uh, I have uh, one of the uh, side, uh, not side. Yeah, he's a he's a side character. Uh, I've had him on here. Uh, goes by Frog. He's played uh, a couple people, uh, but he does some stream stuff, and he does wild like. Um, I, I don't, I'm not great with names, but he, he did a, a game where he could only attack if he took a step backwards kind of thing. Like he does weird, uh, and, and I can probably get him on discord once he hears this and he'll probably <laughs> tell me what I got wrong. But, uh, he, he does wild, uh, like I run doing a game walking backwards the entire time. Uh, so to blindfold, really, that's insane. I don't know if I could do that with any game. Yeah. So so I have a couple of ideas to make it slightly easier. One is to potentially do a... Um, because most of the stuff that I'll have to do is just teleporting to places and then navigating properly. Um, so I might try and do some off-stream stuff and just like create a mind palace of what the teleportation list is um, so that I like know, you know... Because you, you have like a list of fast travel locations. I might just like, mm. you know... Uh, I'm in my room. The door is, uh, you know, Hellfire Grove. The my my bookshelf is uh, is Grand Soren or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I also I did at one point. Uh, it was modded, and there was some like audience participation. Like people could spend points to give me extra oh. skills and stuff. I did a okay. Skyrim thing that was, uh, it was Ordinator, uh, which is a a. a a perk mod that like makes a lot of the perks a lot better and specifically makes unarmed a lot better so it was skyrim only my fists and magic uh and i had to beat it in in-game week oh wow that's 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 nuts uh one of the earlier streams i caught you on uh it was an oblivion uh oh, an unarmed playthrough and you were yeah. uh getting your ass kicked in the uh grand arena i think it's called the, the, the gladiator stuff and uh you you were saying like yeah you know i really like doing unarmored plays i'm like i i don't like to do unarmored plays in games where it's only unarmored but or uh un un armed. unarmed yeah unarmed rather uh so yeah cool how so just out of curiosity uh how far into the game did you get with the uh, unarmed play of oblivion so the the issue that happened was that i kept leveling up and that's not you should not level up in oblivion stay at level one uh because fair I, you'll yeah. keep getting skill gains but you're like you're not actually going to get any stronger than the enemies the actual stat gains that you get are not 
any better. Um, so I kept leveling up, and the enemies were just, like, completely impossible. So I quit. <laughs> mm. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, so you'll be you'll have a variety of games, uh, and this will go up uh, probably Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, make, making sure the uh, the side conversation episodes don't I don't clump them too close together, and people forget that this is an actual play podcast as well. Uh, part yeah. of the reason I wanted to do these is uh, that group meets weekly, but we only get one episode out of a session. So like there are some weeks, there have been some weeks where there have been. Uh, issues and we couldn't meet up i'm like okay i gotta have some sort of backlog some sort of added thing without doing yet another campaign uh because i'm pretty tapped as far as games are going uh so (laughs) these are just fun ways of uh chatting with folks that i like get to know more about um so uh so when this comes out you'll have your your all new twitch stream schedule you have a concert coming up you have uh, disc three, uh, aka season three or whatever, of um, oh man, if you wanna, no, it's, it's up, up to, to you, you really. really. Sorry, <laughs> it's up to you really. Uh, so so a whole lot, and we'll be having our uh, biweekly games. Um, is there you want to give? Actually, yeah, let's uh, kind of close out with uh, uh, where we can find you on social media. Yeah, uh, you can find me. At, hang on, I'm just making sure that I know my Twitter. Fair. Yes. Uh, at D Demon Eclipse on Twitter, at Darling Demon Eclipse on Twitch, and mm-hmm. I think that's it. Uh, I don't think I do anything else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it. Patreon or anything? Uh, I I know I'm subscribed on your Twitch. Uh, I just while we were talking, I was like, I want to make sure I had a couple extra things uh, to talk about. I saw that uh, my my uh, my subscription uh, went had run up so i re-upped on my subscription on uh your twitch stream so just ways we can support you um yeah do that check out eclipse uh you're you're real fun to play with you're real fun to talk to and uh looking forward to uh the next time we get to hang out hell yeah thank you thanks for having me